Welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to another word-filled message by David Entry. Preaching is the means by which God manifests his word and nourishes our spirits. May the life of God enter into you and you as you listen to this message. Be blessed. Hallelujah. Someone shout a living amen. Amen. God is here in power and with such grace. Grace makes a big difference. Grace is simply God at work. There are some things in our lives that it will take God. And all we have to do is to believe. So Jesus, Jesus said, do you believe I can do this? He said, yes, Lord. I said, okay, then be it unto you according to your faith. This man was crying behind, uh, crying after Jesus. Jesus, have mercy on me. Jesus, Matthew chapter 9. Verse 25, 26, 27. Jesus, have mercy on me. Jesus, have mercy on me. Jesus. So when Jesus entered the house, they also came there. Or he also came there, the blind man. And then the blind man asked, Jesus asked the blind man, What do you want? I want my. I said, Do you believe I can do this for you? The man said, Yes, Lord. He was following Jesus. But the man said, Yes, Lord. Jesus said, And it's not up to me, it's up to you. So Jesus then turns and says that, bid unto you according to your faith. Your faith is what determines what God can do for you. Your faith is what determines your future. It's not what the doctor says that determines your future. Haven't you heard people, doctors have said one thing, something else happened? There's somebody I know here, they said they went to the hospital. The doctor said they discovered some whatever. And then the next time when it wasn't there, the next time when he went, the doctor said, Ah, now the thing we they told hey, we didn't see it, it's gone. The next time they went, they said we've seen maybe more more than what we saw <laughs> in the first place, which he didn't see. So doctors are human beings. Yeah. Amen. Did 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 anybody open Matthew? Read it. That's not the main scripture I want to read, but read it. When Jesus departed from there, two blind men followed him, crying out. Matthew chapter 9, verse 20, 27. Okay. So when Jesus departed from there, two blind men followed him. Say they followed him. Say it again, please. Two blind men followed him. And then what happened? Saying, Son of David, have mercy on us. Are there people here who are following Jesus? You came here because you are you are reaching out to Jesus. You are trying to follow him. You are trying to get to him for something. Is there anyone expecting God to do something for you? And then what happened? And when he had come into the house, the blind men came to him. And Jesus said to them, Do you believe that I am able to do this? They kept, they kept following him when he went to the house. They came there too. Jesus said, Guys, the way you are following me, do you believe that I can do this? That's a very important. That's a pivotal moment. That is a defining moment. What you believe. What you believe defines your take-home pay. What you believe defines what you get. Read it, Joshua. They said to him, Yes, Lord. Mm-hmm. Then he touched their eyes, saying, Well, according to your faith. If you believe, then he said, Yes, okay, then according to your faith. If you were lying to me, it's up to you. But the faith that is in you, which is okay, then touch them. Say, let it be. Said, read it. Let, let it touch their eyes. According to your faith, let it be to you. According to my faith, let it be to you. Is that what he said? 
He said, according to your faith, let it be to you, the one who has the faith. So your faith is what determines what you get from God. So isn't it interesting if the devil wants to attack you? If you were the devil and you want to attack someone who is going to get something from God, where would you attack from? Attack the faith first because the faith is like you want to kill someone. They have to attack. That's why you can't run on someone's faith. You can't just the way you can't f- drive your car based on someone's fuel, fuel tank. <laughs> or you are driving in the night. And you, are, you are driving in the night, driving a car based on someone else's headlamp. No, your faith. So Jesus said, be it unto you. So you can be following him. But your faith is not the well, maybe you would do it. If you, well, when... when when I meet people and ask them, do you want this? And they say, oh, if God wants it, no. Just, do you want it? That's one. And do you believe he can do it? Those are the two things. Now, if you believe, then you shift your eyes from the problem to him. Because some people believe, but they are still looking at the problem. Oh, this problem, this problem. This my, this my headache. Now they have made it personalized. This my headache. This my... Um, you know, this is my this this is my trouble. They are personalized. It says it's not for you, it's mine, okay? This is my stomach problem. This is my this thing. But you have to disown it. The scripture God gave put to me. As I stood there, I felt like someone's faith needs to be responsible. That's why I said this. Because you, you must take your responsibility for what God is about to do for you. If you don't believe, it doesn't change God. But the impression be, will be on you. <laughs> okay, Genesis chapter. That's the, the thing that we are, we are done. Read Genesis chapter 21. Oh, are you ready for this? This is so good to enjoy. This is so good to enjoy. <laughs> Shout hallelujah! hallelujah! All right. What did I say? Genesis 21. Are you ready for this? I just even, it feels so good. I'm, a, I'm just, I can't mention it. It feels so good. Okay, let's go from verse 1 and verse 2. Only two verses. Read it. And the Lord visited Sarah. Hey. He had said. Ask who? He had said. What he says is what he does. What he says is what he does. So when we stand here and say, God is telling me somebody is getting a blessing. Somebody is getting a new job. God is getting this. Or somebody's situation is changing. That's what God is saying. And what he says is what he does. If uh, you connect yourself with what he said, then that's what he's going to do for you. But if he says that, he's, he's promoting you. If he says that, he's healing you. And you don't expect that. You don't, you don't receive it. And you expect him to do outside of what he has said. It doesn't work like that. When he says someone needs to believe, and once you believe, then you are on the highway of seeing manifestation. Shout yes. yes. Pastor, God visited Sarah as he has said. In other words, he said, I'm about to visit you. And he did. I feel God is about to visit somebody. Amen. When you go to Ikea or Argos and some of those places. When you want to buy in Argos, as I said the other time, you pull a ticket. Or first of all, look at through the catalog and then pull a ticket and then wait for your turn. 
or go and pay, or what you say, take a ticket, go and pay, wait for your turn. That's how we do it in Argos. The way we do it in um, um, Halford or Caris. See you. Uh, or uh, PC World. It's different. Go to PC World. Sometimes as soon as you enter, you stand there, someone is coming to you. How, how may I help you? Is there something you want? You know what I'm saying? Okay. So if you enter Argos with a PC World mentality, You go to Nando's and sit down and cross your leg. You are waiting for someone to come and serve you, play, to take your orders. Go no, 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 no. That's different from that Chinese restaurant. What am I trying to say? God has a way he does it. How does he do it? He will speak it. Now when you believe it, then he said, that's yours. If you want him to change his way of doing it, it makes you too important. <laughs> you get that? That is why he has committed the, the word to his servant to stand here and declare. So God visited Sarah as he has said. So what he says is what he does. Is that one getting it? So when we stand here and say that, I see something happening to somebody. I see a blessing coming. I see a healing coming to somebody. I see a miracle coming to somebody. I see a miracle coming to seven. I see death cancellation. That is what God has intended to do. And then as you connect your faith and your heart and receive it, God has a way of doing it. All right. So now God wants to heal or take care of this particular, let's say this chest situation. That can get out of hand. That's what people don't know. It takes a scan to know the enormity of the problem most of the time. But sometimes you as a normal person, you feel slight pain. That's why I think doctors advise, as soon as you feel, just you have to report it earlier, because the earlier the better. Now, what you may, what you may think may be something normal, may be a major issue. But in God's presence, God can take it and, and take it out and it, be, it begins like it, nothing happened. Because you didn't do a scan, you didn't know the, the enormity of the situation. Someone getting what I'm saying? So God has a way of doing things. Now, God visited Sarah as he has said. And what happened? And the Lord did for Sarah as he had spoken. I don't know who this is describing. God did for Sarah as he has spoken. He did for her. He said, did he say he would do it? Then he, I'm going to do it. God has said someone is going to get married this year. And it's going to happen. A married, a married person here who doesn't have a child, who have been waiting for a child. God said someone is going to have a child this year. Then it might as well be you. Because this year, a lot of babies, babies will be born. Your own must be, must be part of it. Someone is here. You are not married, but your marriage is imminent. It's imminent. It's imminent. Someone shout hallelujah. So God visited Sarah just as he has said, and he did unto Sarah. He, you see, when he visits you, he's coming to do something to you. As he has spoken. And then what happened? For Sarah conceived and bore Abraham a son in his old age. They were very old. But because God said I would do it, he did it. Bible says that God visited Sarah as he has said. Uh, 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 and he did for Sarah as he has spoken. And for Sarah conceived. That's the visitation. So the visitation is tangible. In this atmosphere, there is just the declaration what God is saying. 
but the visitation is going to be there. Because he said he did for Sarah as he has spoken. So he said it before. But now he said, so when he began to explain the visitation, he said, why? For Sarah conceived. That's what means that God has visited her. That was it. For Sarah, God visited Sarah for she conceived as God has said. At the time, God said. Time. God works with time. At the time, God said. I hear, God told me to announce to somebody that the God who visited Sarah is visiting somebody here today. The God who visited Sarah is visiting somebody today. That's what God told me to tell you. That's all I, I'm here for. And all it requires is your faith and receiving it. That's how Sarah conceived. By faith. Why did I have to say all this? God told me he's visiting somebody. Now, watch this. Watch this. Before God visits anybody, he announces it. God doesn't do anything without first saying it. That's how God works. So he says it. Now, once he says it, you, the beneficiary, have to then engage your faith. Release your faith. So from this text, you hear that God visited Sarah as he has said. How do we know? Verse 2 said, for Sarah conceived. So the conception is the manifestation of the visitation. Does that make sense? So the conception is the evidence of the visitation. But we understand that in, according to Hebrews chapter 11, verse 11, that by faith Sarah conceived, received strength to conceive. Hebrews 11, 11. So if Sarah had not engaged her faith after God said it, there wasn't any way she would have conceived. Oh, that means that would have bad. That would have aborted the incoming visitation. Because the only thing that makes that authorizes God to act on your life is your faith. So once you believe in spite of contrary evidence, and you choose to believe what God has said, because Abraham also, the Bible says that Abraham be believed when God said your wife is going to have a child. That's why they conceived. So when you read the verse 5, let's read the verse 5 of that same quickly. Let me show you something. Now Abraham was a hundred years old. Did you see that? Can you imagine? How can a hundred year old man be able to father a child? That was practically impossible. So that, watch this. Huh? That was what the word of God was dealing with. The word of God came and Abraham had the opportunity to say, no, this cannot be so. I don't want to believe it. Or he said, all right, I'm going to believe. I'm going to believe what God. And so Abraham believed. When you read uh, Romans chapter 4. He says that Abraham, verse 19, talks about Abraham, at the time that his body was dead, and Sarah's womb was dead, he, he hoped against hope that he would become a father of... Read it. Read it. Listen to this very carefully. And Don't read it. Don't read it in your Bible. Okay. L listen to this. Follow him. And not being weak in faith. That's Abraham. He did not consider his own body. He did not consider his own body. Already dead. His, his body was dead. Okay. Since he was about a hundred years old. Hundred years old. He and the deadness of Sarah's womb. And deadness of Sarah's womb. Okay. He, yeah. So now read the verse 18. Who contrary to hope. That's talking about Abraham. Contrary to hope because there are some things you don't have to bother hoping. How many of you can sit here and hope that um, after church you, you just fly? <laughs> you, it's, it's not necessary. You can't 
climb that high-rise building and jump and hope that you fly. You know you won't fly. Right. So some things that are practically impossible, you don't have to. But Abraham, what looked practically impossible, he hoped against the hope. Because there's no hope for that, but he hoped against hope. You understand that? So read it again, verse 18. Who, contrary to hope, contrary to hope, in hope, believed. In hope, he believed. So he, he instead of it, it wasn't necessary to believe because it's not possible. But contrary to what you could hope for, he believed, hoping. All right, that's why he believed. He believed God, God really. So that he became the father of many nations. He believed according and watch this. That's the way. Meanwhile, he believed and became a father. Why? According, according to what? To what was spoken. Did you see that? Say spoken. So when God spoke to him, there was no way that was possible. But it became possible because he believed, even when there was no hope that that could be, he believed against hope that he would be, and he became the father of many nations according to what was spoken. So God will always speak a word. And you have to believe the word in spite of your condition. Once you believe the word, then you authorize God to show what he also can do. That is, every divine visitation follows a divine instruction, divine prophecy, a divine word. And that's why I'm bold and I'm confident to tell somebody that this year will be the best year for you so far. This year will be your best year. So far, this year will be a good year for you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Shout amen. Do you believe it? Do you believe it? Thank you for listening to this message by David Entry. To hear more from David Entry, follow him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You can also subscribe to Caris Church on YouTube. Don't forget to share and subscribe to our podcast so you're always up to date. Be blessed.